Grab those holy books, everybody. We're getting biblical on this episode of Beyond the Borderline with your host, Connor, Cam, Phil, and Ryan. Love, love the uh, love the enthusiasm, Connor, for the Almighty. Very nice. Yes. Um, okay. Well, <clears throat> we may as well dive into it. Um, so, as Connor alluded to so uh, eloquently there, we'll be discussing today a topic which we've touched on many times and uh, which is among the most controversial probably ever, um, which is, is God real? Does God exist? Um, Whatever your conception of God might be, um, this conversation won't necessarily be limited by uh, reference to, you know, the Christian God or, or we're just talking about a higher power, baby. Yeah. A higher power, a, a creator, entity uh I, I suppose if we if we were to place any definitions on god it would just be the simple you know omniscient omnipresent all-knowing you know creator all-powerful of all. creator of all yeah so uh we likely have some diverging viewpoints on this question so um i, I think i'll come in and and defend my point of view after uh, the others mount their own arguments. So whoever <laughs> wants to take it away, take it away. Is God real? That's the question. I yeah. believe, I believe that God is real. Um, okay. <laughs> you know, I know Ryan may disagree. Whoa, whoa. Why, why am I being pointed out as the cynic? <laughs> Cause this what is actually, this is actually an intervention. We're, we're here to convince you. Oh, okay. So I, I, I'm the only, well, I mean, my answers might actually surprise you because I've, I've actually taken some time to, to, to reevaluate my position, but anyways, Connor, continue. Oh, he's discovered, oh. he's discovered. No, no, Lord. I wouldn't say I've found God or anything like that. How convenient. God. You're open. You're open to the idea now. Yes. I'm open to the idea. Nice. Yeah. I like that. Hey. Okay. Well, we, we need to have a marathon, some, uh... not a sprint here, but anyway, so back to the main thing, I guess, is like, you know, whether doesn't really matter what god you believe in um i think divine intervention happens personally i've never experienced it but i know many people have or say they have i think that's you know proofs in the pudding right there um wait give 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 some give some examples of what you're referring to like i know what you mean by that obviously but like you know go into it a bit oh you're gonna put me on the spot here who's had divine (laughs) intervention yeah um well, it, it can like, be it can be uh it can be anecdotal you know if you know people but like uh i was watching uh untold you know that series on netflix about different like sporting events different athletes and stuff like that right and uh it was like it was called a like, deal with the devil and uh it was about a lady named christy who was like a boxer best boxer ever da 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 um and she ends up like she's like the best female boxer ever on this planet. And uh, you know, it turns out that her husband's like her husband slash trainer is like abusing her, like beating her out. Like, well, first it started off as like uh you know, mental abuse, like just kind of like controlling, manipulating, that sort of thing. And then she uh you know, she said, decided one day, okay, I'm going to leave him. So she leaves him. 
And then he goes, he tracks her down, finds her, brings her back. And uh, he's talking on the phone with someone one day. And then he comes in and starts beating the crap out of her. And, uh, you know, she gets stabbed a couple of times and then she actually got shot as well. Um, But, you know, her flight or flight instinct, she was like praying, like, God, please save me. God, please save me. And then, like, you know, she was able to to get out of the house, get into a, a, a car, and someone brought her to the hospital, and she made, like, a full recovery. Hmm. Um, so your idea you know, I think God that's, or... like, divine intervention being, like, a lot of people, you know, might yeah. have died in that situation. But that was, like, she was, like, that was, like, I was saved that day. Yeah. So you... you know, both in the literal and, like, metaphysical sense. So you're of the opinion that, like, God actually intervenes in the affairs of of men in the world because well two things a a skeptic and i'm not necessarily i'm not necessarily saying i agree with this but a skeptic would say like it could just be purely chance or luck um and you know people wanting to believe in god um makes them obviously more disposed to attribute their successes to god um and there's also the idea of God kind of being a passive being, like not necessarily uh, willing or able to intervene in in the actual individual lives of people. Um, but yeah, I don't know what you think about that. I don't know. I think there's lots of like different ways of taking it. And you can't really say like, oh, this is just a one off or this is like, you know, it's like, oh, God, like, God doesn't exist because this could happen. But I think, you know, on the on the other on the other side of the coin, people like look at these, you know, non-human um, interactions or events where it's like a normal person or most people would not be able to survive this circumstance or would not be able to make it out, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, alive. I don't know. I, I'm kind of like. I'm kind of on the fence about that whole thing. Like, like I believe in God, but my idea of him is kind of more as a, you know, a creator of the universe. And he laid down these fundamental foundations for the universe and for human nature and stuff. And then, you know, human nature is like the code that he wrote and then everything else that happens is kind of you know just happens and he doesn't necessarily get involved well, um, what about like what about like guardian angels and that sort of thing like would you believe in guardian angels maybe I don't that know. would be like that would be you know a form of god existing as these guardian angels these higher beings um that work in you know in favor or work in the directive of god or this higher power or whatever yeah you know whatever you call it like that's what kind of like the guardian angel or i mean there's definitely many different names for different like sex and religions and all that good stuff but you know it's these non-human entities working like to help people yeah it's hard to it's hard to believe in that but I'm I'm definitely open to the possibility. But I think the strongest argument the strongest arguments are 
in favor in favor of God are the intelligent design arguments. So one of those is just, you know, you look at our planet itself. And, you know, this ties into the question of, you know, do aliens exist and, and are humans a unique, uh, a uniquely intelligent species and is Earth a uniquely habitable planet in the universe? And, you know, that's certainly, certainly up for debate. But the fact of the matter is, as far as we know, Earth is not only the only place with intelligent life, but the most perfect habitat for intelligent life as well. You know, the fact, all the things that had to coincide to make this whole place possible, you know, we sit in a perfect zone in orbit around the sun where the temperature is exactly perfect, what we need. The, the, the mix of oxygen and other gases that comprise our atmosphere, exactly what we need. The presence of fresh water, uh, the renewable resources that we have, just the, 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 you know, you look at any other planet in our solar system, any other planet that we've observed, and you, you don't see that. And so it lends credence to the idea that Earth was designed specifically by an intelligent creator to be the home of, you know, us, if you look at us as, you know, the, the children of God or whatever. But have you it, ever heard, heard of the perfect storm, though? What do you mean? Well, I mean, obviously it's just the same, but like the perfect storm is like if everything in the world. Yeah, everything in the world is possible of happening. This is just one of those possibilities that we're fortunate yeah. enough to be a part of. Certainly. Yeah, certainly. And that's a compelling that's a compelling idea. Um, but there's there's more to it, you know, so it's not only that Earth is is perfectly designed um, and suited for us, but the entire universe itself. You know, one of the questions that science still hasn't come to a, a conclusion on is how exactly did the universe start? You know, we, we have the idea of the Big Bang, but what caused that, right? Well, it was, you know, this massive release of energy and these particles in motion and everything kind of exploded from a singular point and, and then snowballed from there. Well, what caused that? Everything has to have a cause in the universe, right? According to the laws of physics. And so there's still no actual explanation for that. There's theories, of course. And actually that would make a really cool episode because one of the theories is that like the generation of a new universe comes after the death of an old one. But even that idea, you have to go back to the beginning and it's like, well, what created what the, was first, the first universe? The first and so, and what will, what will end the last one? Yeah. And well, yeah. Um, Unless it's so just it's, on loop. Yeah, it's not only so it's not only that Earth is perfect and that something had to have caused the creation of the universe, but also that the universe follows laws. Like the laws of, of physics and math, you know, being a universal language, a universal constant, truths that apply throughout the universe. We we kind of take that for granted, but we can't really explain that, you know. Again, you can say chance, and we just happen to be the product of chance, and everything works because it works. You know, it happened to work out like this. But just the fact that there is a set of laws to the universe 
can imply that there was someone who wrote those laws. You know what I mean? But those laws to the universe were just things that we made up to try and comprehend. It no, they're it. not things we made up. They're things we discovered. They're things that are provable wow. through math, right? Mm-hmm. The, 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 the whole, you know, you can't destroy energy. Um, all, Everything all... in math is theory though, right? No, absolutely no. not. No, math not... is inherently provable. Newton's the three laws of motions are very much provable. And so it's like all, all of these rules of the universe allow everything to exist in space and time, uh, you know, particles to coalesce, to form matter. Um, and then eventually, of course, life coming to be uh, our planet staying in orbit around the sun, the sun itself existing and, and, and burning and giving life to, to the earth, everything every single thing that exists follows a rule of physics, which can be proven through math, which means that we're not inventing things here. We're actually peeling back the curtain and discovering what's underneath, you know, we're, we're, we're slowly uncovering the framework of the universe. And so then the question obviously is, is this framework simply there by chance or was this framework, which seems too perfect to be true, designed to be perfect by a more powerful being so i want to hear as a doubter as a doubter i want to hear ryan's take on that because i think that is <laughs> well, i think we should see where ryan's at right now first because sure. last okay. time we talked he did not believe in god so let's see where he is now I, 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 open have, to the I, idea. I have never been an atheist i need okay. to say that right now i have never been an atheist i've always been very clear about that I've always described myself as an agnostic and I wouldn't stop describing myself that way now, but I've, I've adopted two schools of thought and I've gone down both of them. And I just, I don't know which one to lean towards. Sure. So the first school of thought is if God is real or if God is not real, sorry, if God is not real, then what you're telling me is everything that has happened, everything that has led up to, you know, the creation of man man's accomplishments everything that exists in the world is purely random and there's no purpose if that is the case that says to me that life doesn't have very much meaning because if everything is random and everything just happened by chance well then me being alive right now is just is just an extreme of a string of extremely good luck and if that is truly the case that would be quite a miserable existence in, in my own personal opinion so that's the one school of thought i've gone the other school of thought i've gone down is well, human beings seem to be so, what's the right word? We seem to be so um, driven by this idea of meaning and that if we don't have meaning, we can't have you know, a successful or happy life. So we're, how, did I, how did I think about this? Yeah, sorry. So if human beings constantly have this need to believe that we have some greater purpose that we have some greater destiny that we have some meaning to our lives. And that is what gives us life. It's what gives us purpose is what gives us drive. Why I have a problem with this school of thought is, is this just human arrogance? Are we so arrogant as a human, as a, as a race of intelligent beings that we, we can't believe that the reason for our existence is anything, but to have some sort of predetermined destiny or predetermined goal. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, human beings are so drawn to the idea that we were created for a purpose and we're here to fulfill that purpose. And if that's not the case, then what's the point of living that though? Those are kind of the two schools of thought I've gone down is, 
is us believing in God is, pu is purely just our confirmation bias so that we can live in, live in denial? Or is it truly, yes, there is a God, everything was created, and everything was created to have a purpose, and that is really what gives us meaning in life. Yeah, but I've kind of gone down these two schools of thought, and I've thought about them both a lot, and I don't know which one I subscribe to because, yes, I want to believe that there is some cosmic force out there that gave us life because there are, you know, there are tangible, uh, well, no, not sorry, not tangible. There are intangible, ineffable feelings and emotions that all humans feel across, you know, all cultures. We all have this same kind of, you know, moral compass that I think all of us do have outside of any codified laws. Now, how do human beings get this? This can't just be something that randomly happened to us. This has to be something that was imprinted on the human DNA. That's, you know, like yeah. that cosmic aspect I'm getting to. But on the other hand, is this just all confirmation bias? Are we just so arrogant as a, as a species that we have to believe that we have no capacity to not believe that we were, we, that we were designed for some great purpose? Well, you see, no. a, a religious person might, um, uh, I'll, I'll, hold on, I'll just be quick here. A religious person might say that even human beings, you know, all commonly having this desire to understand and to give meaning to life through the idea of God is God working through us. You know what I mean? Like, like one of the more abstract proofs of God's existence is simply the fact that God is trying to reveal himself to us through this burning desire in our minds to understand, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. that's, it's not necessarily a strong argument, but, but if you believe, um, then you believe, I, I mean, it is a good question. Why, why do we have this, this need to understand like that? Why does every human civilization that's ever come about have a concept of God, have yeah, an idea well, of it, God? It is, it is a reoccurring theme that has existed for, for as long as, you know, we've been able to, you know, uh, catalog history. Yeah. For me, I think I've come to the point now that I believe God exists in a metaphysical sense. Like the idea of God is what gives it is what give God's is is what gives gives God life. So I'm not necessarily saying I believe God is this you know guy with a white beard or this cosmic energy force that created everything, but I think God as an idea definitely exists. Sure. On right. the uh, on think, the Phil, are you that's not my question. Oh, no, sorry. Um, sorry. Yeah, that's all good. Uh, my question, Ryan, was like, if everything is a chance and people leave, they, like, if, you know, if people did not believe, like, if the human race in general, everyone just said, yeah, God doesn't exist, do you think that there'd be no more innovation, like, going way back to, like, Stone Age sort of thing? Like, even before that, like, when we were just tribes, like, what what's the point of getting to civilization? Civilization where it is today if people didn't believe in a purpose being it you know of a holy nature or not i think you know regardless of your religious or you know spiritual so, views i think me, let me you gotta let me look at that this way if human beings are so dependent on believing on a greater entity than themselves and if that entity was were suddenly to be proven not to exist and then humanity, we, and then humanity would crumble as a result of that. 
if that is the case, if human beings are really like that, then I would see the human, the human race as a very fragile and frankly pathetic um, but people race. can also that's believe not, in the still, greater good too, right? You don't need to necessarily. Hold on. I just want to say that's no insult to anyone that has faith or believes in God to each his own. I'm always, you know, a supporter of that, but I've always been a bigger, a big purveyor of believing in yourself and having faith in yourself before you put your faith in, you know, um, you know in otherworldly beings, as much as I would love otherworldly, otherworldly beings like God to exist. Now, if, if for you, if that if putting faith in yourself is your belief in God, sure, whatever. You, you, there's so many different interpretation, interpretations of how people perceive God. But for me personally, this is why I have such a uh, a split view on all this. Is I, I don't like the idea that some great being specifically handcrafted me or the human race for some specific purpose because that that makes everything feel predetermined. I well, like the well, idea. well, but but that's where the that's where what I was saying before about God being a benevolent creator, but not necessarily an involved being. Right. You know? So and so my counter to that is if God is an apathetic, hands off God, then that is just as worse because if God created, if you're to take the Christianity, um, you know, model of God, God, human beings are created in the image of God and God wants nothing but good for his creation. If him thinking, having a hands-off and apathetic approach to that is good, look at all the terrors that have happened across the human race over its entire existence. If God truly is benevolent, how could he allow his most treasured creations to go through such things. And okay, well, okay, the, uh, hold on. I need to jump here's, in. Here's, I need here's to jump in here. Too, wait, wait, wait. I, I really need to jump in here. The, one thing, okay, one thing is that, A, for, we're not technically even discussing the, the morality of God himself or the validity of any one religion. And, and what you just said, uh, is something that's often said but it's it's not actually a disproof of god's existence you know like sure, I, I i don't think i was necessarily getting into that part of it i was just saying if god exists and he is so apathetic that would be a pretty harsh reality to live in and i can't imagine that the benevolent god that we tend to describe to describe would do that so maybe but that's the, well, but there's that's also, the other there's idea also the is belief that... in like satan and the devil and stuff like that working against god to create these strategies but and also i, I just had a quick thing to say things. about i go just ahead, had a quick ahead. thing to say it was you know like a lot of people look at like when you die on earth that's like the end but you know i guess like there's there's some people or you know whatever you want to say true believers i don't know if that's the right word to describe it but people believe some people believe that when you die that's the beginning that's the beginning of heaven that's the beginning of the afterlife which is why god created us was so that we would be able to make it into this you know um other greater realm. greater realm yeah yeah and also the the so the idea that god allows suffering is something that drives people away from religion for sure and that especially christianity because it posits that god truly does care about us but one thing, A, you know, Christianity is not the only take on the idea of God, for one thing. And B, if we are looking at Christian teachings and, and other religions as well, 
the idea of suffering is that it wasn't God that caused that. It was human beings that caused that. The whole the whole story of the Garden of Eden and the whole story of original sin, it's first of all, it's not meant to be taken literally. Like obviously no one not many people left to believe the earth was created like 6,000 years ago, right? But it's a it's an important story as to the beginning of our the beginning of our spiritual nature and how we fell from grace and all the suffering in the world that exists today can be traced back to that original sin, to the loss of our innocence uh, after Eve ate the fruit from so the garden. Just, and it, just quickly, because we don't have a lot of time here. I've also considered the aspect of, well, I think suffering is necessary for life because without suffering, if humans didn't have the capacity to suffer, everything would be everything would be too easy. And if everything is too easy, life becomes superfluous. Exactly. Those challenges that inspire us to keep going so that we can achieve that good life, that happy and easy life without those challenges to get there. It doesn't feel like we've earned it. And human beings are certainly a race of creatures that definitely feel like they need to earn it before they can believe it. Exactly. Well, there's no, you can't appreciate the light without darkness, right? That, because then what is it it's nothing yeah what is light without darkness yeah it's that that whole dichotomy is they're, they're dependent on one another yeah but then the other thing is i want to come back to the int intelligent design argument again because there's more components of it so we've looked at the universal laws we've looked at the perfection of earth there's also one our dna sequence our, our, our dna and our cells and the cells of all living things are programmed to do to perform certain functions and they're programmed exactly to do this and they fulfill those functions you know for the most part and so again it's like there's fingerprints all over the universe and all over living beings that says these were designed you know dna it, it's a code i mean it literally is a code right to a computer and and that's not naturally generated you know, or, or, or it's, it seems, it seems like even if you're a logical rational person, yeah, I was just going to say, Connor, it seems like a simulation, but, but, you know, unless, even if you're a, a, a rational person who, who hates the idea of God, you still have to grapple with that idea. So what is your explanation? What is your explanation for the fact that there are inherent laws to the universe, that there is genetic code that programs all living beings and that human beings and our rationality our intelligence the the extreme extreme complexity and minutia of our brains how did that come to be as well i mean we are extremely unique in 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 terms of life in the world and there is still no solid explanation of why and how that was able to happen. And so whatever your idea of God is, the intelligent design argument, I think is just, that puts it over the top for me. It's like, I don't have a, an answer to that. How, how can there be no creator when we see all of this complexity before us that had to have been designed by someone? You know, also, uh, I, th I think we should. Yeah, I think uh, we're going to make this a two-parter here. So stay stay tuned uh, for the next episode next week, guys. Um, in the meantime, take care, brush your hair. If you're not subscribed to YouTube, subscribe to YouTube.